Hey, it's good to be back again on the podcast Conversations As You Go. And today we have a, a great blessing to have Gabby Heidinger, Gabriella Heidinger from Hungary. Gabriella is a movement leader. She works with gypsies, the Roma people, not just of Hungary, but the Hungarian-speaking gypsies of Eastern Europe. And uh, she has been there a number of years and is really starting to see some amazing stories and traction to happening with multiple locations and uh, has walked the walk as she has stepped out and followed God, obeyed Jesus to go and make disciples in Eastern Europe. Uh, Gabby's a great friend. She's a really good person and we're blessed to have Gabby as part of our team over there. We're kind of proud of her, just between you and me, the, the listener, that we have such a great person uh, over there. Um, Gabby, thanks for joining us and uh, really good to have you on the podcast. Uh, thank you, Dave, for having me and thank you for this amazing introduction and um, uh, greetings all of the listeners. Yeah. Gabby, yeah, um, I know that you're for those who don't know their geography, Hungary is borders Ukraine. One of the borders is Ukraine. And the yeah. U- Ukrainian war has been filling our, our news screens and uh, we've been hearing it. We've been seeing glimpses of the war, both of uh, Ukrainian men and Hungarian men dying and just the, the politics of it all. And, and uh, But, you know, you have been living there directly impacted not only by people coming into Hungary from Ukraine, uh, but also you have visited. And I thought it'd be great for, for us to capture this and to hear your reflections and what is God doing and how can we be praying for Ukraine and you and movement in Ukraine and DMM. So, yeah, how, tell me, Gabby, how's the war affecting you there in Hungary? Uh in Hungary, actually, right now, we have a new state of emergency mm. because of the war. So the government can. It's, it's just brought a couple of days ago. And uh, every day now, uh, about 10,000 refugees coming to oh Hungary uh, from Ukraine. Wow. It's still... It's Still, but it's, it's going since three months, and it's still ten thousand. So numbers. Uh, all most of the refugees they don't want to stay in Hungary. Mm. They just travel through, and Hungary took that that role kind of that uh, receive people for a couple of days, maybe. Uh, five days to to have them just have a shower and uh, internet connection and and just planning through where where can they go from Hungary so and um, so before actually the the, the, the war has started um, I'll tell this this story later but so um, so lots of lots of gypsy people from from the border of of uh, uh, Hungarian border of Ukraine, they they came over uh, to Hungary, and lots of Ukrainian people, and Hungarian people are very generous, mm. but also mm. we we saw lots of hatred towards the Ukrainian who's from Ukraine. So that's a, that's the historical politics things. 
Uh, but we could see, and that's that's in place. So the hair trust also, yeah. Mm, so there's a there's a lot of um, uh, historical conflict, and 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 then there's the gypsies who are kind of all one people. <laughs> Doesn't matter what side yeah. of the border they live on. Um, there yeah. was this hilarious uh, clip that was going around early in the in the war of uh, gypsies um, um, capturing a Russian tr- tank. And pulling it with a with a yes. tractor. Yes. <laughs> Do you think is, yes. was that story true? Exactly. Really? And I know people who knows that person, and he became a hero amongst the gypsies. But <laughs> also, I I just like to talk about this how how the gypsy people have the Ukrainians who actually pressured uh, the gypsy people through in history. They looked down on them and they said, you know, they, they are the rub- rubbish of Ukraine. But they created in their, in the slum, in the slum, they created many places where the Ukrainian could ch- just uh, finding um, rest and shelter and food. And so now in Ukraine, the Hungarian gypsies um, uh, own back there their name and mm. and uh, mm. uh, so that's that's fantastic i'm very very proud of that because because they needed to to respect and and seeing as as they are very generous people mm. and very hearty people and that's that's happened Any, yeah. anyone who's mixed with the roma the gypsies know them to be so warm and full of hospitality and love to share their food and um and yet in the same dynamic they're a despised minority and so that uh that story of the gypsies welcoming ukrainian refugees into their encampments and uh, being able to show hospitality is is a bit like the good samaritan really uh, the the person we least expect it the person from that we despise ends up caring for us and and uh, the uh, the reversal or the upside down uh, values of god's kingdom that's amazing that's fantastic um so you know you you've you've sprouted some staggering numbers of of refugees coming into budapest and through budapest to the rest of europe I actually didn't know that. Um, what what have you been doing? How's how's it been affecting your life, and how you've been ministering in that context there in Budapest? Yeah, that's that's a, that's an amazing story. What I started uh, just before, but then finished. So, um, uh, as a Praxis family, we fasting every every year mm. for for forty days uh, towards Easter. And that's our culture, and we just love it in Hungary too. So, we 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 happy to happy to do that together as a family. And uh, so that's what we did. And God spoke to us through that fasting period that the kind of fast what He likes. That's when we visit visit the orphans mm. and the widows mm. and when we feed the hungry and give drink to the thirsty. 
And we, we, we just loved that and we started to process the thoughts. Okay, so how does it look like for us in Hungary amongst the gypsies? How can we uh, uh, respond on that in this, this time? And then God led us into Matthew 25 when Jesus talks about the end of the, the, the age and separate the goats from the sheep. And then he says to the sheep, okay, go to my father's uh, joy because you gave me food when I was hungry and you gave me drink when I was thirsty and you clothed me and you visited me. And it just broke my heart. Mm. And I was just weeping and asking Jesus, please, Jesus, invite us to feed you and, and give you drink and clothe you. That's, that's my heart. I, I, I want to, I want to drink, give you drink and, and, and food. And then after two days, the Ukrainian war started. We already knew what God has spoken and what role we need to play. So we know and we prepared. And after two days, when the war started, the next day I had a call from a leader from Ukraine, from the big slum, that they are in Budapest. So that's when our ministry started alongside with these two leaders, which we already did some project during the uh, COVID and um, uh, uh, our relationship was not, it, it was like a ministry relationship, but now through these three months now we work together and serving the, 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 the gypsy, Hungarian gypsies who's coming from Ukraine uh, together is our our relationship grew into friendship and now we are family. And so that's what we are doing in Budapest. And as we ask God uh, to process further, you know, what 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 does it look like in a practical way that we, we give you drink and we clothe you and we give you food? And that's when he started to talk about the love project, what we call love project, is the project which funded by by donators from Australia, and we received the money uh, through through praxis, uh, and a, a, a huge uh, uh, money actually. But also, we got some money uh, from around us, from generous people. And we started to do this love project, what is uh, visiting communities who was who was put in maybe um, colleges or or houses or 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 churches or or wherever, but they they could give them shelter, but they couldn't feed them. Hmm. So that 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 the place what we took, and so we did, and we fed. 177 families, average five and seven members of families, uh, with a weekly with a weekly uh, uh, food, uh, so not just for a day, but for a weekly uh, um, thing, and uh, and we did. 
and we we going to do our last seventh uh, uh, love project this week, actually in Fayer County, which Gergo going to lead, and um, that's been just amazing. And all around in Hungary, but we did a huge, huge one, the fifth love project we did in Ukraine. Wow, wow. The the um the, the so you you were visiting families right throughout Budapest and in the refugees the, the I guess the the Hungarian gypsies that came down were not ones that were transit to the rest of Europe they just came down to stay uh, yeah and and yeah. you're talking um 177 families of between five and seven that's over a thousand people that you're feeding mm. and um and not just a once off gift but time and time again so uh, that's quite yeah. amazing that's that's fantastic yeah. what what open yeah. doors have yeah. you have you seen as a result of this um uh, as you've been going about hmm. yeah exactly so we we made a lots of friends we could we could uh, uh, share the word of god we could pray for the sick we can encourage the vulnerable and the weak people we could make connection we have hundreds of invitation to mm. go to Ukraine into family homes wow. so not like all organizations or something but like families who made friends with so we 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 are overwhelmed actually suddenly uh, we try to try to catalyze a movement in Ukraine since 2014 and and we couldn't for different reason and the time and everything and now because we couldn't go to Ukraine we feel Ukraine came to us wow. and overwhelm us with so many connections and open doors and it, it's 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 been fantastic it's been fantastic yeah so God has used this to really open the many many families to to the word of God and training people yeah. to do DBS and um, that's yeah. really amazing Gabby um, and uh, you recently went to Ukraine um, uh, and just got back and uh, that really has been inspiring reading your newsletter um, tell us tell us about um, uh, how, how it went what did you do uh, it went um Beyond our expectation, it's mm. really we didn't know what to ex- expect because of the war. We went with uh, one of the leader. Uh, actually, he's an overseer of nineteen uh, churches in sixteen villages. We stay with their home, and I, I felt actually, Dave, I felt like I am in the age of Jesus. Mm. I'm sitting in a house of. Definitely, he's a person of peace because I don't know how many people came one day in his house and he said, sit down and eat. Come, let's pray. How can I pray for you? How is your mother? How is this? Come and pray. Do you have bread at home? Take. That's in in the slum. We're talking about the slum. And he's just such an amazing, amazing leader who is not really just a religious, um, you know, mm. pastor or, or, or preacher, but like really he lives. And we were staying with him and he took us 
everywhere where 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 um he he was thinking to best to go and taking the food food packages we we could we could bless 105 families there uh with food packages and uh praying and we could we could speak in churches and uh, but the last day was for me really the 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 best day when mm-hmm. he gathered twelve leaders mm-hmm. and he invited us to share mm-hmm. and all of those leaders was just like 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 listen and and hungry whatever we shared i mean we we shared god's vision uh uh, for Ukraine, and we shared about discipleship, and we shared about movement, and we introduced ourselves, who we are as praxis, and and so we we connected very well, and uh, they were just hungry, very hungry, and at the at the end of the meeting, one of the the oldest person came to me and told me that actually God spoke to him since two years about discipleship. Mm. And he believes that the discipleship would be the, 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 uh, uh, would give the result what he uh, really wants to see. He actually, the pioneer of the big church in the middle of that slum, he's an older man yeah. and he was very open. And, and he shared that, that he, he stuck. He's, he has hundreds and hundreds of people to come into his church, but they are not growing. They are go back and forwards and, 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 and then I ask him, so what do you think, what would be the next step for you? And then he asked me, so do you have any materials? Mm-hmm. And I said, we have some materials, but how about if we, if we come next time and then, and then he can gather people, his, his leaders, and, and um, we can have a look together and pray together. So what actually God wants to start amongst you. And so we have that invitation. Wow. <laughs> For the next time. So that's 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 been fantastic, yeah. Wow. It's it's quite amazing when you think about it, you know, you've been trying to get into Ukraine. I mean I know you've visited and prayed, but nothing of this scale. Nothing of this scale and, and then the nation is being shaken and suddenly everything opens up and spiritual hunger is there and that's just amazing, Gabby. That's um, fantastic. What What do you think God is teaching you in this time? Uh, what What are What's um, been very real to you as you've jumped into this space? And I I kind of see that you know before you were trying to put a pot pot on a stove, but now you've just suddenly jumped into a cauldron and it's it's boiling hot. <laughs> and everything you you try and say, how on earth do I keep up with all of this? With so many yeah. openings, so many doors, and it's um, mm. uh, yeah, um, yeah. A, a mission field has opened up. What's God saying? What's God teaching you? Mm. Uh, uh, a couple of things. Uh, 
uh, he's teaching me and it's, it's an encouragement and I believe it's not just for me, but every, everybody who has the heart and vision uh, to, to catalyze movement in the nations, mm-hmm. that he is at work. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, what I was just sharing, this, this man was, was in the church, in Islam. He's leading his church since 30 years, mm-hmm. like church of, of hundreds of people. And God is already speak to him. Mm-hmm. God already works in that, that, that surrounding. And then we go and then we meet. That God creates everything. God who is already speaking and working in the harvest. Because God is the Lord of the harvest. And we, we need to trust in him. We need to understand what he's doing. And we need to keep going. I mean, it's years, years and years. My first visit was Ukraine in the first war, actually in 2014. And now 2022. And we should not give up because God is doing. God is doing in his time and in his way. And our work is really just align with him and just pray and obey and follow him. And then we could see, we could see the harvest and we could see the movement, what he starts. It's, it's, that's, that's one of the things, what I'm Learning and relearning because because I know theoretically and experience uh, over and over, but I I did experience again. The other thing what what I I learned that um, before so during the fasting period and even when we went to Ukraine, I heard I heard that the Holy Spirit is keep telling me. Take your shoes, because this is a holy land. Mm. And I know that word very well. And, 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 and I was, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I know. I know this is your land, and this is holy land. I know. But what you, what you want to tell me, and I knew that there is something more in it. And as we came back from Ukraine and I started to process, he led me not just when, he met with Joshua on that mountain and he said, you know, take your shoes. I am not with you and even not with the enemy or, or not against you, but take your shoes because this is Holy Land. But the story is continued and God continually spoke to him, had very detailed, uh, he said, Joshua, how to take Jericho, how to take the promised land. Mm. Very detailed. And that's what I'm learning, that it's not enough for us to standing on the holy lands and know that God is there in working, but we still need to keep listening on the details, how and what and when, and that's what I'm learning. And now I'm in the position to want to desperately hear him that with all of these, what happened in Ukraine and in Hungary. So what is our next step? Fantastic, Gabby. There's a scripture that Gabby's referring to is the story from Joshua 5, where 
Joshua goes up and he's looking at um, Jericho and he's not sure what to do. And he goes up and suddenly he meets um, a man on a mountain just near there. And he drew out his sword and said, are you for us or our enemies? And and uh, the, the man said, neither, but as commander of the army, the Lord I've now come. And Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence, it says, and asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servants? And the commander of the army, Lord's army says, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. And then he unravels the strategy of how to reach Jericho. And uh, it's a very, very powerful scripture because I think we can get drawn into these conflicts to take sides. And we can view one, you know, the people of Russia, for example, as evil and the people of Ukraine as good. And um, there is an element of injustice there, of, of course, when uh, a country is being attacked. But there are many Russians that God loves, and and there are many Ukrainians that, Ukrainians that God loves. And God does not does not uh, see the way we see at times. But he he says, "Don't take sides. Take my side." And um, and uh, that idea of then um, taking off your sandals, which is an act of humility, worship, reverence for God. Amazing, and in that place he unravels the strategy. I'm I'm very interested, Gabby, to hear what that strategy is going to be because you're in a season of waiting, you're in a season of listening, you're a season of um, doing that. It's very interesting as we've had a a national election here. You you do hear many Christians uh, say, "Well, this side's from God and this side's not from God," <laughs> of politics, and I've heard on both sides, you know. But uh, really, um, God's saying, "Don't take sides. Take my side." Take off your shoes and come before me. But I, I do like that, that take off your sandals because it's really a place of reverence and it's a place of of worship and it's a place of humility and and vulnerability and listening for the strategy. Wow, very powerful, very powerful. You mentioned um, also really um, profoundly um, in your newsletter we could feed the hungry, pray for the sick, encourage the weak and the vulnerable that that from your newsletter was very impacting to me and i thought wow how how amazing is that that god has just given you that opportunity like uh, you're talking out of matthew chapter 25 doing it unto the lord worship to the lord gabby um how can we be praying for you and you, you uh, movement in Ukraine and gypsies and what would and and would you finish after you've shared your prayer points with us? Uh, would you finish us with a word of encouragement to those who are listening to the podcast to to encourage us in in what something from your heart and the things that God has been speaking to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, lots of things to pray for, uh, of course, for Ukraine that the war would would um, uh, be finished, but yeah. also also for opportunity for 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 um, the Holy Spirit to touch hearts. And I, I I know from history and even from the Bible too that um, suffering mm. could bring. Uh, could bring salvation, so that's that's one of our prayer that we would we would see the benefits of the, all of these sufferings, and we could we could see the fruit of of salvations and and of course discipleship. 
So that's 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 um, about uh, Ukraine overall. But the work what um, we do in Ukraine, that's that's the next step. So if you if you if you pray, please pray that we could hear his voice and listen and carefully, carefully listen for the details to continue and to able to understand and see through his perspective mm-hmm. all of those connections and peoples and opportunities what we had all through this almost a hundred day hundred days. So we, uh, 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 because we, as we usually say in praxis, that we, we, we don't want to drive by needs and plans and programs, but, but we really need to hear his voice and just, just, just simply obey and, and uh, work with him in a perfect unity, what he's doing. So that's, that's, that's our prayer. Mm. And to protect our relationship with these two now three major leaders in that Shani and Karchi and Misha, uh, who I was uh, talking about before, that's the older pastor, and, uh, and for movement, of course, that the, the movement uh, would start. And, um, and also, it's a big problem, actually, in Ukraine. I mean, during this war, not just Ukraine, it's all around, that, that the evil is started to work very much in mm. in the in for example sex trafficking drugs money and and so they are abuse uh, lots of people this situation and and so they against that that power of the enemy uh, over over this whole situation yeah mm. Wonderful. We'll definitely want to be praying for this and um, uh, just really standing with that. Um, Gabby, just a word of encouragement from you to to those who are listening um, of of uh, how we can be persevering. I do encourage ourselves again and again to to keep up, to keep up and trust trust in the Lord. Because he is the Lord of the harvest, and he's he's doing he's doing his work, and and uh, don't feel that's also one of my learning things. We don't need to push things. We rather we need to we need to listen to him, and we need to we need to work in a unity with him. He's 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 creating. He's He's calling out people. He's he's creating space and he's bringing the person of peace. He's he's the one who is working. Of course, it doesn't mean that we need to be passive, but we need to be active with him and under his leadership and under his vision and under his lordship. So just 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 to be. To be brave and to be patient and to be uh, courageous, and um, because God is working, and He called us and He will, He will, 
uh, do it. Yeah. <laughs>